This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents community call was hosted on Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. All right. Welcome, everyone. Hope everyone's good. Happy Tuesday. Just want to give a couple of reminders here at the top. First one being is let's make sure everyone gets their questions answered on the first time through. And once we get everyone's first questions answered, we will then start taking second questions. Also wanted to remind you guys, if you have any questions, thoughts, if there's anything that you would like to see in terms of presentations, companies, people, etc., that you'd like us to get a hold of and bring to you here as a special event, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Michael, you want to throw anything special in here? Yeah, I do. I want to throw something special that I forgot to tell Marty about when we actually did our preparedness for this call. That's not the word that I wanted to use. But uh, those who are going to be at the Washington Council of the Blind, uh, feel free to swing on by the AT Guys booth on Friday and say hi, because uh, I will be there and uh, willing to to help people and excited to get to know people. it more personally. So if you have a question, feel free to raise your hand. Uh, and Marty, before we get into it with the individuals who have questions, we did receive a question at the Unmute Presents email address. And I want to go ahead and address that here because I guarantee that the person who emailed us regarding this isn't the only person who's asked about it. Uh, I will give you directions on Windows 11. And the question was, how do I uninstall an application? So I'm going to go through this process and walk you through what I do. And of course, if you need any more clarification or further assistance, feel free to uh, raise your hand and ask. So the first step for uninstalling an application is to hold the Windows key and tap the letter I for uh, Indigo. This will open the settings and put you in the search box. There's a couple of different ways to get to where you need to go. But what I do is I press the tab key once to get to the list of 11 items. If I press the down arrow key then uh, four times, I'll locate apps, which is option five of 11, and I can press enter on this. Uh, JAWS for me specifically says apps, and then I can press the tab key three, two times to installed apps one of eight, and I'll press enter on that. And JAWS repeats installed apps and then puts me in a search field. If I tab once from installed apps, I can sort the organization of the apps and uh, I ultimately tab a total of four times from the edit field. And this puts me on a list of all of my apps. I can then down arrow to the application that I'm looking for to uninstall, and I'm not going to uninstall JAWS like I uh, was going to pick on, so I'll just grab one of these random apps that I don't necessarily care if I accidentally go through the process of, Uh, and we'll use Microsoft Teams. If I press enter on Microsoft Teams, this then selects it. I can press the tab button once, and there's an overview button. Uh, And if I press enter on that overview button, then 
uh, down arrow once, there's an option that says uninstall. Pressing enter on uninstall will then uninstall the application and you'll be able to uh, have that removed from your computer and that'll work with both apps installed from the Microsoft store as well as third-party apps that you have installed directly. Um, so yeah, that, that process is in Windows 11. It will be in the podcast feed, which Marty has something to tell you about the podcast feed while we wait for people to raise their hands, because it looks like no one has any questions today. So we appreciate you coming to just hear our voices. So what do you got to announce about the podcast feed, Marty? So on the podcast feed, we're going to start dropping some, let's say, surprises, surprise content. (laughs) We might come up with a more creative way to word this. Yeah, so we're going to be dropping some alternative content into the podcast feed. It will be a surprise. We're not going to give you any more information just yet. But stay tuned to the podcast feed and uh, you will be hearing some extra content that you are currently not hearing. So that'll be coming over the next, I would say, week to two weeks or so. So stay tuned. Yeah, Yeah. And to find the podcast... Uh, just search for Unmute Presents in your podcast app. Mo, you were going to say something? And we do have hands now. And Joe, you are first. Hi, Joe. Hi. How's it going? Um, I've been on this call once before. Uh, Still a little frustrated um, with some of my Android use. I'm still, like, I have no site. um, To just kind of recap, I have uh, no site, and I have an Android Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm still trying to get, uh, I guess I have a broad question, and then I also have um more specific question. Um, The broad question is gestures. What does that actually mean? Does that mean like the two fingers swipe up, double tap, are those gestures? Yes, those are gestures. So gestures is a generalized question for how you would use your hands on a device that has text-to-speech software. So on Android, it would be Google TalkBack. On an Apple device, it would be VoiceOver. And in any of those text-to-speech touchscreen devices, you would use your hands or your fingers to do swipe right, swipe left, flick up, flick down. All those things are all gestures. So... My more specific question, along with all of that, is I am a big marketer. I have a podcast myself for a big, big thing. Um, Facebook and Twitter are the two main platforms that I try and use. Mm -hmm. And I used to use them more on my phone. But now that I've lost my sight, it feels a little daunting. So you you cut so do out. Do you guys have any tips on frustration? Um, so yeah, you cut out. I think I understand what you're asking for. At least you cut out on my end. Uh, so you are a a marketer, and you use Facebook and Twitter uh, on a regular basis, and you're wondering for uh, best suggestions for using those on Android. Is that correct? I'm going to assume. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. Perfect. So uh, Facebook app on uh, Android, last time I tried it, and that's been about six months. So what I say probably will be different because Facebook likes to change things. Uh, Seem to be fairly uh, efficient on the um, talk or while well, using TalkBack. 
Uh, one tip I can give you to be more efficient, if you want to like or react or comment to posts, you can use the talkback gesture. And I forget what it is off the top of my head. If you send us an email, we can follow up and I can look it up for you. Or yeah, you can I... find it in accessibility under talkback and gestures. But you're looking for the actions gesture. And that will allow you to pop up a menu with different actions available on all of your posts. Uh, for Twitter on uh, Android, I personally use Tweetings, T-W-E-E-T-I-N-G-S. It is a paid app, but I found it to be a lot more efficient than the native Twitter app on Android, especially since you don't have to deal with any of the advertisements oh and multiple swipes to get through uh, tweet messages while using Tweetings. Hey. One thing I also will say really, really quick here oh. is that I know that it's frustrating sometimes in your situation to deal nice. with you know, all the gestures and things like that. I would say two things. One is it just takes practice. The more you do it, the more you practice and figure stuff okay. out, the easier it will get. Okay. The other thing I'm going to say is uh, tread lightly when it comes to third-party applications because that's when you're kind of going into uncharted territory. And some of them work with text-to-speech and some of them don't work that great. Yeah. So uh, be uh, cognizant that sometimes it's not your fault. When it comes to third-party apps, some of them just don't really work. They're not programmed to work always with text-to-speech. So I it's a little bit of trial and error there. My audio is cutting in and out. Um, my audio is cutting in and out. So what I'll say real quick is I did email you guys. Um, if there's any way you guys could get back to me um, through that emails, I emailed you about like, I don't know, two weeks ago. Okay. We will take okay. a look at that and figure out what's going on and we'll get back to you as soon as we and can. Okay. You can't shoot us an email one more time just so we have it close to the top and we can get back to you. Um, that's That'd be great. Okay, Joe, Mo, what's, uh, what do we got next? We have Mitchell. All right, Mitchell, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. What can we do for you today? A quick question. For the Windows 11, since you use that apps feature, does that also plan out the registry of, of the components? Uh, for the applications, I honestly don't know if it cleans out the registry. It is the recommended process from Microsoft to remove applications from your device. But I, I have not gotten in. I haven't messed with registry in 10 years. So uh, I, I don't have an answer for you on that, Mitchell. Okay, because I found a third-party app called Geek. It's a free app. It looks for files that are in your registry and cleans those apps. That's why I popped that question. Perfect. What was the name of that app again? It's Geek Uninstaller. Okay, I will check that out. Uh, I I have no experience with it, but if you're if you're using it, that's that's what we like about these calls is we share the knowledge that we have, and then of course are always learning stuff from others as well. So I will play with Geek Uninstaller and see how well that works. Yeah, you'll like it. It's real popular among our people. Okay, perfect. All right, Mo. What do we got next? We have a telephone ending in eight eight seven. Perfect. So if your number ends in 887, go ahead and unmute. Yep. Um, I am muted now. You are. What's your name? Hey. Okay. Hi there. This is Nate from Nate, Maryland. you said? Yes. Oh, welcome, Nate. What can we do for you? Yeah. Good afternoon. Uh, quick question. Uh, about a month ago, you gave a website, which might be yours, uh, that ended in live. 
What is that website again and what's on it? Yeah, so the website you're talking about is payone.live, and I'll spell that. It's P-A-Y-O-W-N dot live, L-I-V-E. And that takes you right to uh, the YouTube channel that I have that has a lot of Blind Shell Classic 2 tutorials on it right now and some other uh, Mac OS and Windows uh, tutorials. So again, that's payone, P-A-Y-O-W-N dot live. Great. That's it. Thanks so much. No problem. Thanks. Thanks for asking. All right, Mo, who do we got next? And hopefully I got this phone number right. I have it marked as Stephanie. So I think you were the only um, phone number on when I renamed you. All right. Go ahead, Stephanie. So another phone number. So the, the question is, where can I find Windows 11? Oh, that's a very good question. So Windows 11, if it's supported on your device, should be available in your Windows updates. And uh, I, if you, a lot of devices that are even uh, two or three years or older are not supporting Windows 11 because Windows 11 does require the TPU chip, which is a security chip on your computer. So if you don't have it, the, or if it's not available in your Windows update, you can always go to windows.com, uh, and I'm verifying this, and then there is a Windows 11 installer tool that will allow you to check to see, it, or Windows 11 compatibility tool that will allow you to uh, run it on your computer and see if your computer is eligible for Windows 11. If it is, then it will prompt you to download it to run that update. So first I would check in your Windows update to see if there's any update to Windows 11 available and then go to windows.com and look for the Windows compatibility tool to try to see if it's available. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks a lot. No problem. As a quick reminder, if anybody has any tech questions, go ahead and raise your hands and we'll try and get through all of your questions. So, Mo, go and ahead. Currently, we have one more hand and that's Eugenia. Hey, Eugenia, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you. What can we do uh, for I'm you? Gonna, yeah, I would like you to, if you can explain a little bit about the microphone on the open com uh, shocks. Okay. So you want to know, uh, let me grab my shocks, my open comms that I have here. And you're curious about the microphone. Is that correct? Exactly. It seems like it, it mutes. If I lift it up, it will mute. Um, I have not played with that myself. So, uh, yes, the best way to handle it is to point it down towards your mouth. It's going to be on the left side yes. of the shocks. And then yes. uh, you point it down towards your mouth. I believe that is correct, though. If you move it up and you face it up, then I believe it will mute you on some applications. I don't think that's consistent, though. Oh, yeah, because I think it's, uh, I don't know if it mutes like pressing the mute button or it's just, you know, the noise around me. How is so, so what I believe it is doing is because you're pointing the microphone up, it's not actually uh, muting, but it's using the noise reduction that's available on that microphone that typically mm -hmm. will cut out other third-party noises. But because you, it's not pointing at your mouth, it's counting your voice as a third-party noise, so it's cutting that out of the audio. So I think that's oh, what okay. it's doing, is it's doing what it was intended to do, and that is noise cancel uh, things that aren't directly uh, pointed at the microphone. 
And uh, Eugenia, what app are you actually experiencing this issue with? Any particular app or is it a bunch uh, of different apps? No, I haven't been able to, to tell. I Normally, I use it to listen to books and, you know, something like not for calls because I didn't know how to use them with calls, how to manage. So for gotcha. that, I use the AirPods. Mm-hmm. But I like the the battery life. It's unbelievable. It's yes. great and and they're, and I, I, I they're really, so lightweight, like you can them. wear them all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I did have the, when they were the aftershocks, I have the first ones. And now I have this not too long ago. And um, they're different. And so it's, it's more, you know, it's been a longer um, learning yeah. curve. And I have the ones yeah. without the microphone in the front. I have the ones that just have the microphone built into them. And I actually oh. connect them to my Apple Watch. And so if I'm just running around doing stuff, they're always connected to my watch. And mm-hmm. I could, you know, listen to either podcasts or books or music. And I could also text and answer the phone or do anything else. And I don't have to carry yeah. my phone around. So they're pretty great yeah. for that. And in the beginning, yeah, it was very strange that um, spatial audio, it was very <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. crazy, but wonderful. I, I enjoy them very much. I do have the one with a microphone and it's not the, the other one, uh, but uh, yeah, you have I don't know what it's called, comms. the other one, AC, open comms, but it's another one that it has, uh, you know, it's AC or yeah. something. So the difference in the yeah. two, the one that you have are only supported by Bluetooth. There is the OpenComs AC, which uh, ships with a dongle that you can plug into your computer uh, and then use yeah. that for wireless connections as well. So that's the biggest difference. Uh, Eugenia, one last yeah. uh, tip for you. I don't know if you knew this, but if you get an incoming call and you're wearing these shocks, you can simply yeah. press that round button on your right temple and that will answer the call. And then when you're done talking, press that button again and it will end the call. Okay. Oh, great. Yep. Great. Okay. Yeah. And the other ones, the, the volumes are just to stop and continue, right? The, I mean, the, the only volumes, the, the two little ones underneath. Yeah. The, the two one, little ones underneath are the volume. The one towards the back is volume down. The one towards your ear, towards the front is volume it's, up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. And That's then you press I mean. and hold volume up to turn it on and off. Yes. Yep. Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I really, you know, I'm enjoying them immensely, especially the battery life. I yeah. think it's great on the sound. Yeah, Thank I love you. I love that battery life. For people, Thanks, Eugenia. Have a great one. Mm-hmm. We'll see you soon. For people okay. who are unaware uh, what Eugenia is talking about with the open comms, you can get easily eight to 10 hours of battery life. They're rated for eight hours. So great to wear around the house all day. Mo, who is next? We have someone on a Braille sense. Oh. It's Byron. Hi, Byron. Hi. This is my first experience actually joining a meeting and participating on it. So well, all right. We well, appreciate welcome. You. Well, um, my question is, uh, What's a good Twitter client for the PC? So I use a tool called, I'm going to get the spell. Well, a, a lot of people use a tool called Chicken Nugget. And I use that for the longest time. Oh, no. Oh, no. My audio is going to go away probably. Uh, so anyways, can you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. I hit the wrong button. Anyways, so uh, I, a lot of people use Chicken Nugget. I have not used that in a little while. I use a tool called Tweezcake, T-W-E-E-S-E-C-A-K-E. Uh, it is a free app, and it is fully accessible with JAWS and NVDA and Narrator. 
Um, and then it's uh, there's a very good user guide that's available. You can use it with Twitter and several other third-party tools uh, if there's something you need as well in there. That's what I use on Windows. Chicken nugget. The main window is hidden and doesn't tell me how to unhide it. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't seem to uh, get it to install. It doesn't fully download for some reason on my computer. Uh, that's interesting. So Chicken Nugget is is not installing for you? Yeah, but uh, it's Tweezcake that doesn't install. The Chicken Nugget, when I was running it, kept saying main window hidden. But it, I couldn't figure out how to get it um, unhidden. I will get that. key. It's a simple keystroke, and I'll get that for you here in a moment. So definitely stick around. Tweezcake, I had an issue with installing it. Uh, one thing to be aware of when it comes to Tweezcake is you want to right-click the executable. So it's not actually an installer. It's a program that... Uh, you, so first of all, you need to download the zip file and then unzip right. it. And then right. you'll find the executable. And I have to right-click and run as administrator in order to get it to actually open. Oh, okay. Well, I, I couldn't find the executable, so... Ah. Gotcha. Um, so it should be in there. And then the keystroke for uh, showing and hiding chicken nugget is control windows W. Okay. So hopefully one of those will help. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for your question. Who's next, Mo? We have Christy. Hey, Christy. Christy how Michelle. you doing? Hello. How are y'all doing? Good, good. Welcome back. Good, good. Yep. Um, Trip went well, by the way. Uh, oh, awesome. So that was a good thing. Um, <clears throat> all right, two things. First off, when I use my e-reader to try to do email, the problem is is that when you hit the cursor router on it, it just says selected, and it will not open the email. Mm -hmm. And you can't open the email with your phone either when the e-reader is connected. So... I'm wondering what could possibly be going on with that. That's the first question. And the other comment I wanted to make is that the more button is no longer working for raising your hand. It's under the reaction button. Yeah. So so there is awareness. Unfortunately, that is not consistent across all Zoom apps. Uh, for example, on my phone, the more button or the raise hand button is still under the more tab. So at this okay. time, we can't reliably say that it's always been moved under reactions, but for a lot of users, if you can't find the raised hand button, look under the reactions tab and it should be there. Okay. Uh, but that, thank if my husband, yeah, he was like, I can't find it. I'm like, well, let me look. And yeah. so I said, well, let me go into reactions and sure enough, there it was right there. Like, okay. Yep. Yep. So, so Zoom is, is slowly rolling that out. So for the people who, who didn't catch that, if you do have a hand raised uh, or a question and you can't find it under the more tab, then look under reactions and you'll find raised hands. Related to the e-reader, yeah. e Christy, I, I think I understand mm -hmm. what may be going on. When I press a cursor routing button in order to, because if I'm understanding correctly, let me know if I'm, I'm correct. You're in your inbox sure. and you're trying to open an email. When you press the cursor Correct. routing button, it doesn't actually open that specific email. No, it just says selected. Okay. So what I do is I'll use dots one space or dots four space to go to the previous or next item respectively. And that'll move uh -huh. you through your messages. And then dots three, six space is equivalent to a uh, double tap. 
So when you highlight the message, instead of using the cursor routing keys, try dots three six space and see if that actually opens the message. Okay, we'll give that a shot. Yep. And, and Christy, you're on an iPhone, correct? Yeah. And yeah, what iPhone, operating system are you up to now? Uh, I sixteen point one, which both just upgraded. Yeah, that just came out yesterday, I believe. Um, are, yep, in, interesting question, Christy. Are you still having that same issue with the cursing routing key? Yes. Cur okay. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Try dots three yep. six cord or dots three six space. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely do that. And let's see. There was one more thing, and I'm so glad that they fixed it in sixteen point one that my notifications will now activate again. That is awesome. And as long as we're talking about this, I'll bring up a mail bug that's currently in 16.1. It's very, very intermittent. But what happens is, let's say, for example, you're in your list of uh, mail and you put the voiceover cursor on one email, say that's for Michael. And what will happen is, even though the voiceover cursor is selected on Michael, it will say something from a completely different email like you know uh christy um can you please contact me i need help with my iphone so this is a very intermittent bug but the bug is when you put your voiceover cursor over an email sometimes it will actually read the name meaning who it's from and the little blurb completely from a different email. It is okay. noted. It is out there. They know about it. Hopefully, they'll bring a fix to this quickly. But if you get weird problems like that, it is good to note that it is a known bug and it is okay. intermittent. So you may get it once and then not for a long time, or you may get it a little bit more often, or you may get it not at all. So it's right. just okay. one of those things that hopefully they'll get fixed quickly and just know that it is out in the wild. So... Okay, thank you. Yep. I see we have several hands. Who is next, Mo? We have Jane up next. Hey, Jane, how you doing? Uh, good, good. Um, of course, yesterday was update day. <laughs> it was. On so you're here to tell us all the things that broke, right? Sure. Well, <laughs> I hope not, but um, I haven't updated to <clears throat> Ventura yet. I... Does anyone know which apps are working, like third-party-wise? Because I don't want to go and... I have not updated <laughs> yet. I will probably update today, probably this afternoon. And once I have a chance to mess around with it, then I'll have some more answers for you. But currently, I have not updated as of now. Loopback well, and I Audio Hijack do have updates that are compatible with Ventura. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't updated them, check for updates on those two tools. Okay. And then how do you... um? Create lists for your contacts. My contact list is growing, mm. but I have several groups. Um, so a group is a list now. You'll see them used interchangeably, but th I think that's what you're asking is how do you create multiple sections of contacts? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so if I have a, my main, but I have a group of people uh, that are... Yeah, basically it's group. So you can like make a new group, call it whatever you want, and you can kind of put people into that group. Okay. Is it which is like the same as a list, basically. Oh, okay. And it's gonna sync over to if you use uh contacts and you're got your contacts syncing with iCloud, then it should sync across your or devices. 
Okay. Yep. Now, if you want to email that group, you could actually put the name of that group in the con in the two box on an email, and it would actually email that group, everyone who's in that group, as long as there's an associated email with each contact. And yeah. one last thing for you, Jane, uh, I wanted to verify this. If you actually open the contacts app, which I have not done in like totally forever, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been spoiled with card hop, which is what I use to manage all my <gasps> contacts. Yeah, same. I, I use that very as well. Very good. Yeah. Uh, but if you open the contacts app and you press the back button until that back button turns to an edit button in the top left corner. Flicking to the right once will take you to a new list button, and double tapping on that will allow you to create a new list. All right. Who is next on the list? It looks like we had Elizabeth with her hand up, but... she lowered she it and brought gone, it back so. up. So let's let's go to Elizabeth real quick. Uh, since okay. Did. I, I didn't go down to the bottom. Yeah. Hey there. Can you hey, hear Elizabeth, me? Yep, how are you doing? Yep, we can hear you good. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I screwed up and I, I did the hand lowered thing and then it kicked me to the bottom of the queue. Um, can you tell me quickly, please, what the Eugenia was talking about? What is open? Open, open com. Yep. So the open com are aftershocks. Are you familiar with the aftershocks headphones? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So Can op- you? Okay. Yeah. So open calm work uh, similar to how shocks have always worked. So they're still bone conduction headphones that sit in front of your ears and vibrate that bone in front of your ear right. to leave your ears open. The biggest difference in these ones versus the other shocks headphones, because now the company is called Shocks, no longer Aftershocks, right. is shock. The shocks open calm have a a microphone that comes down on the left hand side of them. And it points Uh at your mouth. So it does noise isolation, which means it cuts out a lot of the background noise so people can hear you clearly on calls. Because that was the number one complaint was people couldn't hear you on calls. So the open calm has solved that problem. Can you give the buttons for the old shocks? Because I've got an old pair of uh, bone conducting headphones. Um, do you know the how those buttons work? So Are those actually shocks that you have? No, they're older. They're... um, they're one of the earlier ones that AT guys was selling. So I'll, I'll give you a quick overview that it could be. And Elizabeth, if you email support at ATGuys.com, I can look cool. up your specific headphones and let you know exactly what those buttons are. Uh, but I believe, if I remember right, it's going to, is the volume, do you have two buttons on the left or the right? I think I've got two on the right. You know what? I will email you yeah. and we can deal, we can deal with this. But can you also tell me, does anybody know of a good, um, app I can put on my iPhone so I can tell if a light is on and off that I can point to my kitchen ceiling. <laughs> I don't know of an app, but I have a device that'll do it for $25. Uh, I think Soundscape, Marty, doesn't Soundscape have a light detector? I think it does, yeah. I buy your device for $25. You're with AT guys? Yeah, so the new light detector we have, I have it right here, and I don't know if you can hear this, but it's got a low pitch sound, and if I turn the light off, it goes down. It probably doesn't demonstrate. It's, it's not really hear, picking up on the I, audio. I, I can't hear that, but I trust you. I bought your stuff. Yep. AP Guys Light Detector. Yep, just search for Light 25. Detector. It's $25. And oh, yeah. if anyone's at Washington Council of the Blind Convention, I will have some in person as well this weekend. No, I'll, I'll buy one. I, I will immediately. It's all right. It's good. I'm yep. over it. And, and then um, it has a keychain on it, so you can just put it on your keys. That's what I do, so I always know where it is. 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, That's good. I love it. Perfect. Thank you. That that helps a lot. And I'll email you about the other thing. Sounds um, like a plan. Yeah. Oh, do we know? I have not upgraded to iOS 16, whatever it is, for fear of having destruction of some kind. Have they gotten the bugs out? Should I upgrade safely or like wait another uh, week? So I tell everyone Personally. to wait a few days, maybe a week, just to make sure all the bugs are worked out. I did update yesterday. The only bug that I currently know of right now is in the uh, mail list yeah, when you're looking at your yeah, email. Yeah. So that's the yeah. only one I know of right now. Uh, yeah. I'm still playing with it. I'll report back as I find other bugs, things like that. Now, um, but, I'm yeah, at 1575. Um, so I haven't upgraded to 16. I'm the one with the weird phone issue where when you call me, I can't hear you for the yep. first 45 seconds. Could that be a SIM card? Should I write to my phone people and get a new SIM card? If you haven't tried that, it can't hurt to try a new SIM That's card. That's my feeling. And yeah. besides, I'm in I'm in favor of terrorizing my local carrier because <laughs> because I had my phone um, checked out they by the Apple for blind users people, and they were very good about it. They sent me a diagnostic and they checked all of the. Hardware mm-hmm. sensors and everything on it, and there is nothing wrong with my yeah, phone. So Thank you very much. So it sounds like a network issue. So I would reach oh, out yeah. to your carrier and try them. One last thing before we move on to the next question, Elizabeth, is if you check AppleVis, they published an article yesterday talking about several of the bugs that have been squashed from iOS 16 to 16.1. Uh-huh. So there has mm-hmm. been some improvement to a lot of the bugs that people were reporting with iOS 16 on iOS 16.1. I was particularly concerned because I knew there was some real voiceover um moments shall we say yeah so all right uh, perfect thank thank you for doing this call thanks jessica elizabeth or elizabeth sorry (laughs) (laughs) who is next we have meryl up next hey meryl hi um yes i have a question about the self-driving mode um i keep on um, getting that on my SE2020 somehow, and I can't get out of it. Um, and my, you know, I, I know someone who sometimes I connect the phone up to her phone. Like, uh, well, she connects my phone occasionally to the CarPlay on the Apple on her car, but I don't know if that has anything to do with it or how I can get out of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. So just give me a brief moment while I look it up. It is a focus setting option. So just to clarify, you're talking about when it says that you're you're currently driving and it asks if you want to... Yeah, safe driving. Yeah, safe safe driving. driving. You said said self-driving and I think that might have thrown people (laughs) off for a moment. Uh, Yeah, one day. Uh, That'd be a good feature to have. You can just get (laughs) anywhere you need to go. I love it. I I can't wait till we get our cars. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully one of these times. So I'm going to go and double tap on focus and then uh, under focus mode, you should be a... There's an option in focus mode that allows you to uh, automatically switch on the uh, safe driving mode. You can go disable that under focus mode. So go to settings and then go to focus mode and you should be able to oh, disable it Oh, settings and go to... Fo- and, and is that under accessibility no. settings? Or- no, that's no, its own no, focus it's, mode. It's its, it's oh. own category in the main list oh. of settings called focus mode. Oh, yep. I never knew that. Okay. That Thank is. You. 
Mm-hmm. For for those who don't know, the focus mode is where the do not disturb settings are now. Oh. And so they've upgraded do not disturb functionality to give you additional abilities with uh, focus modes. Oh, okay. Thanks so much, guys. No I appreciate problem. it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Meryl. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. We have All right, several Mom. hands. Who is next? We have Herbie. Herbie. All right. So a couple of things. First of all, light detection. Seeing AI has that functionality built into it is one of its modes. So um, that is an option. And then, yeah, if you, I would ask Liz, if you're having the same problem with FaceTime as well as a phone call, then it's an iPhone issue. If it's just happening on a phone call, but not in a FaceTime call with a 45 second delay, then it probably is some kind of network issue and um, go from there. Um, my question, going back to an early discussion, with this Zoom thing and the raised hands thing, is it by any chance some kind of voiceover setting that... And the, the reason why I ask this, because after hearing about this new thing that Zoom has been apparently doing to people, well, I know it's been doing it to people, I. You know, I kept wondering, okay, is my Zoom not updated or whatever? So I decided, okay, well, here's the, there's one way to find out. I'll for sure get the latest Zoom. So I completely uninstalled the app and re-downloaded it from the app store because that's going to give me the latest version. Signed in, all that jazz, and my raised hand is still where it should be. So I think it's actually a server-wide update uh, or a server-side update and not app-specific because I did the same thing you did, Herbie. Uh, when people started saying, I'm like, no, it's not. It's still under the more button. Uh, but I, I know several several tech-savvy individuals who have experienced this as well. And mm-hmm. so I think it's a server-side issue, not an actual app issue. And that's what's changing it. And by the way, this sounds, uh, seeing AI light detector is pretty cool. I forgot that it was there. So thank you. One other thing I'll throw in too, Herbie, is it also kind of sounds like a voiceover cursor issue. And the problem seems to be a similar problem to what people are experiencing in the mail app. I wonder if it's kind of a similar thing. And I wonder if it's starting to sort of spread into other apps so far. I maybe Zoom. Uh, I wonder if that's something that uh, they'll have to look into. And then to answer, you know, Jane asked about what apps don't work. I mean, that is such a loaded question. You have to look at every individual app and find out what they say. Um, I will tell you the biggest problem I have with this latest Monterey or whatever we're on, Ventura, Ventura. is I'm having a messages focus issue where... Normally, you're supposed to go into the conversations list. You can select the particular message and it will just focus on that one conversation. But voiceover, for some reason, is actually seeing, is selecting multiple conversations and not isolating the others. And Mm. this is specifically an update issue because I was using messages just fine right before I did the update with no problems. So I know it's not something weird I changed in voiceover. Um, So it's really frustrating because now it'll, instead of reading me the conversation, it'll say two conversations selected or four conversations. That's really helpful. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, I have to kind of fiddle with the arrow keys to get it out of that weird mode. And Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's rather strange. Yeah. So I'm. Um, that's 
Good to know. Uh, appreciate that, Herbie. I'm going to have yeah, to play that because I saw your games. email on one of the mailing lists uh, yesterday. Yeah, and I'd really love to know if Chanel says she's kind of duplicated my issue and kind of not. So it's going to be really interesting to see if other people run into this as they, you know, but of course I'm a heavy messages user to begin with. So if you're not, I'll, then I'll play with it this afternoon and follow up with you. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Perfect. Thanks, Herbie. Who's All right, next? Mo, who do we got next? We have Judy's iPad. Hello, Judy's, Judy's iPad. iPad. Welcome. Judy. <laughs> with, with Judy also. So yes, <laughs> hi yes. guys. Hey, how um, you doing? Good. Thanks. Uh, so I use the reminders app all the time mm -hmm. on my phone. I don't know what I would do without it. And Siri seems to be almost completely broken with it. Now I used to be able to create a reminder really quickly, but I hope, I'm hoping they get that sorted out. But I'm wondering, is there a way to change the order of the choices so that I can get to delete faster? Like with mail, you can just nope. flick up and delete is right there. Nope. There's like four or five things before I can delete a reminder. Unfortunately any, not. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried uh, like just putting your finger on the reminder that you want to delete and like flicking up and see if that just lets you delete? Yeah, delete yeah. is not an option yeah. there. Nope. I oh, can bummer. completely relate to Judy. One of the things yeah. that keeps bringing me back to Todoist, which is the uh, tool that I use for my reminders app. I have a love-hate relationship with it, but the reason I love it is I can quickly say, remind me to grab the iPad on Wednesday at 7 a.m., and it will remind me at 7 a.m. on Wednesday to grab the iPad. Uh, and so I can just flick up twice to delete on that if I want to delete a reminder or flick down once to complete it. So th that's what keeps bringing me back to Todoist. But unfortunately, there is not a way to change it in reminders, Judy. Yeah, that and that's too bad. And like I said, Siri is just awful. I used to be able to say, just to hold on the Siri button, remind me at such and such a time to do such and such. Well, you don't have a reminder for that. Or do you, you don't uh -huh. have that or or whatever. He just does everything else except what I want him <laughs> to do. So it's just been, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. There's some other good apps out there. Third party you can try. Uh, like Michael said, to do is a good one. Things is a good runner up. There's also one called Do, D-U-E. That one's really great. And okay. Fantastic Cal does have uh, reminders built into it, which you can use, which happens to also sync with iCloud if you want to uh, have them syncing across. And the cool thing about it is that Fantastical also has that natural speaking language that Michael was talking about. So okay. that might be something to look at if uh, you're looking for a replacement. Okay. And what was that, that first one? To-dos? Is that, is that what you're talking about? To-do is. To-do is, is one Michael was talking about. And okay. some other suggestions to look at would be right. do, which is D-U-E, things, which is things right. and then fantastical is both calendar and uh reminder list and okay. it has that same natural speaking language that michael was talking about that to do right. is has so that gives you calendar and like your to-do list kind of thing all into one app and that might be okay. one to look at so okay all right thanks appreciate it yeah no, no problem. problem thank you who's next mo we have bell bell mills hi bell hey bell that's what it says Bell. You are muted, Bill. Yeah. All right. There you are. Hey, Bell. How you doing? We can hear you <laughs> Hi, now. Hi, Michael. How's it going? Uh, oh, going okay. I was, uh, uh, I heard that just a little while ago about aftershocks, and of course, I bought a pair and lo uh, 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 love it. It's the 
the uh, aftershocks, um, where the volume uh, up and down is on the right-hand side, mm -hmm. and there's a bar on the left-hand side that you press to uh, answer a call. Yep. And yeah, I believe I'm you have also the open going wheels. to. Yeah, that's what it is. And I'm going to buy the others very soon. So um, let's see. There was one more thing that I can. Oh, Jaws updated. Oh, good. Uh, today Thank I got my update. Reminder. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, to uh, 2023. And I was actually able to uh, update myself, you know, uh, to install it myself this time, mm -hmm. which is a first. And I was kind of proud of myself. So. Well, Good congratulations. Job. That's awesome. <laughs> and and I forgot about the Jaws update. So yeah, Jaws 2023 is officially out. So if people are interested, uh, you can go to your Jaws help menu and do a check for updates. It will require an SMA. So if you have an SMA available, then uh, feel free to update that and uh, get that up to date. So thank you, Belle. Yeah, and we got a lot of hands. So and we're running out of time. So let's try and push through some of these. We have Pam Coffee up next. Hi, Pam. Hey, Pam. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing okay. And yes, I have updated to 16.1. Haven't found a bug yet, but my, well, not, <laughs> I found one in 16.0.2. Um, and that is when you are sending email. And yes, I sometimes will send an email to a whole group. And so I um, did the group, and then I needed to add some contacts, add other additional contacts. And those contacts are in a separate group, and there's a reason for that. But when the only way I can add the contacts in the separate group is to open the group and double tap on them individually. It will not let me, um, when you add contacts, it will not let me put in the name of the group, that second group, and then open it. It will just, as the contact, well, I'll just tell you, I call that group ACB3, and I won't go into the explanation, but um, it will not add that group the group, it will just say ACB3 as if that were the name of a contact, and mm -hmm. it's not. So, um, but now when I go in to the group, the ACB3 group, I double tap on the first name and it adds that person to my email contacts. When I go back to add another name, go into that same uh, group, it's taken me out of that group and it's back into all contacts. Yeah. And I, I think of that as a bug yep, because it didn't used to do that. Definitely something to report yeah. to Apple Accessibility for sure, especially yeah. if it consistently happens. Did you have a question for us today, yeah. Pam? Uh, well, I had I had a comment. Oh. Um, another comment. Perfect. Uh, one, well, two. One is light detector. Um, yes, I have the the um, seeing AI, 
There is also an app that I think is still available. It's been around forever. And it is simply called Light Detector. Okay. And it's really, really old, but it's really, and it's really, really basic, but it still works. So, um, and the one more thing, did I understand you correctly, that we can now create a group as far as email on our phones, because up to now, I've had always had to do that on my Mac. Yeah, you just go to the contacts app, open that. Uh-huh. When you uh-huh. see the list of all your contacts there, if you go to the top left and hit the back button, you'll see there you can create a new group or a new list. Sweet. I'm, oh, that that makes it nice. I can create a group now without having having to be at the computer. Yep. Thank Turn you around. much. No yeah. Have problem. a nice day. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. All right, Thanks. well. We've got about 12 minutes left, and we only have iPod Touch with Hi, their Pierre. hands raised. <laughs> hey, Pierre. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Uh, How are you? I, I wanted to ask, Christy was mentioning that you can do emails with the e-reader. How do you do that? Yeah, so with the NL, specifically with the NLS e-reader, which is a free e-reader, uh, free free 20-cell Braille display that's available to NLS patrons that are avail- that are involved in this specific project. Um, what you do is you connect your NLS e-reader, you go to Braille terminal mode, which is a, an option in the menu, and then you choose the connect option, and then you can connect your uh, phone via Bluetooth to the Braille e-reader, and then control your phone and read everything that's on your phone in Braille. So okay. under the uh, Braille terminal mode in the main menu. I think it's like the fourth option down. Braille terminal mode. Yep. Okay, and then, it, and then you go down to connect. Yep. Uh, connect is the first option in there, and then it'll ask if you want to connect with USB or Bluetooth, and you choose Bluetooth, and then you uh, go. The best way that I have found it to be the most reliable is to go into settings, accessibility, voiceover, choose the Braille option, and then at the bottom of the screen is going to say Humanware or NLS Humanware e reader, and then it's going to give you like seven digits, which is the serial number of your e reader. And just double tap on that, and then it'll it'll say, please wait on the display. And then once it's connected, it'll tell you that it's connected. And then you can you can use Braille commands to control your phone. So, for example, H cord or holding uh, or pressing the dots one, two, five with the space will take you home. Or if you press H cord twice, that'll open your app switcher. So there's a lot of commands under the Braille section in VoiceOver that you can review so you know how to quickly uh, navigate on your phone, specifically from the e-reader, so you don't have to touch your phone. The only time you need to is to unlock it. And you actually don't even need to then. You can enter your PIN if you'd like to as well. Wow. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Looks like we got one more hand, Well. We have a repeat with Nate. Hello, Nate. Welcome back. Hey, Nate. Yep, uh, a couple of suggestions, which may or may not work. For the person who had a thing thought they had a bad SIM card, they might call their carrier, have their phone changed to an eSIM. That may correct the issue. And yep. for the person who's having issues with their Android phone, they, you know, they're Hadley School for the Blind, have some basic videos. They can always call Hadley. 
and they have a specialist who will work with him. And then iBugToday.org, they have a, a Android night as well as I believe they can just contact iBug and a specialist will work with them to get them going. Perfect. Great resources. I am guilty of always forgetting about Hadley, but you're right. Hadley has a great Hadley or a great Android course that's available, especially for getting started with it. And it's free of charge. You can get that at Hadley.edu, H-A-D-L-E-Y.edu. And then you're right. iBug today has a, I think it's once a month Android call that is definitely a good resource in order to uh, get some, some help with using your Android devices. So thank you, Nate. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're more than welcome. All right. All right. We made it through all the questions. Wow, that was good timing. We've got about 10 minutes, so we can take one more question if anyone has any questions. Otherwise, I'm going to have Marty go over some important uh, information. Oh, before we do it, I got to bring it up. The elephant that may or may not be in your room, and that (laughs) is... If you didn't know, on all of your devices that support iOS 16.1, there is now a new shutdown sound. So if you turn off your phone or you tell Siri to restart your phone and you have that switch on the side flicked up so you hear sounds on your phone, you'll hear a new, very subtle, it's it's kind of like it. Um, it's not what I was asking for. I would have preferred them to figure out a way to push the startup sound. But my understanding is that can only happen on iPhone 14. Pro and Pro Max is moving forward. But for everyone else, all of us other people who don't have one of those newer devices, you now have a shutdown sound so you can confirm when your iPhone has turned off. So now I'm going to hand it over to Marty so he can do his thing because I'm not seeing any other hands. So over to you. I will uh, throw in one other thing for those people who don't know. In the iOS 16, they've added a bunch of new commands to Siri And so now you can actually invoke Siri and say, restart my phone. It will ask you, are you sure you want to restart this device? You say yes. And then it will go into the process of restarting your phone. And it makes that chime sound that Michael's talking about. But it's pretty cool that you can do that. It will restart for you, shut it down and bring it back to your uh, home screen. And it's all kind of in one fell swoop. So... If you want to do it that way, you no longer need to go into the settings and drill down all the way to where the shutdown mode is. You can actually just restart your phone using a Siri command. So that's pretty cool. So, all right. Looks like we do not have any more hands. So I will close us out for the day. First of all, I want to remind everyone if you have any questions, comments, or if there's any special event, which any people companies, topics in and around the blind community, you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything else, that's how you would contact us. I also would like to thank our super awesome host, Mo, for supporting us today. Thank you, Mo. And again, in the podcast feed, pay attention. You'll start seeing some nuggets dropping in there over the next couple of weeks. Thanks again for everyone coming. And Michael, any last words? Stay tuned for potential giveaways. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Uh, definitely want to come back. We appreciate everyone who comes every week, and uh, this is definitely a 
a platform that is evolving and growing and and we definitely appreciate all the support we've gotten from the community so thank you definitely we appreciate that and uh just do a search for unmute presents in your favorite podcast app in order to get subscribed to that and herbie see we told you we'd give you plenty of time for the next stream on acb media 5 so thanks herbie for streaming us as well we greatly appreciate that All right, everyone. Thanks. Have a great one. We'll see you next week.